Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show! Yay! It's just me this week uh, doing the intro. Just wanted to let you guys know that this is a bonus episode from a very long time ago. We have been kind of behind on editing it um, and editing any of our bonus episodes because we have been so busy with starting up our Patreon and getting new merchandise. That stuff is not live yet, but it will be very soon. Um, We're filming a video to let you know everything that we're going to do with all of your money give us your money give us every single piece of your money and your nazi gold which is something that will make sense after you listen to this episode um you guys are amazing uh we're also releasing two bonus episodes this weekend uh because we hit 400 thousand downloads today we're so grateful to you guys you guys are absolutely amazing we love you so 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 much um everything that you do with listening downloading spreading the word and even sending us stuff which is like what we get in this one uh is so unbelievable to all of us and we would not be able to do any of the things that we do if it wasn't for you so thank you so 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 much we love you guys so much um in this one we open up some packages read a letter uh give a book review we give updates on r kelly at the time i believe this was recorded several months ago uh probably in february i want to say so yeah our updates are not even updates anymore but they are relevant uh at the time we just wanted to get this one out for you guys like we said because you guys have been so amazing uh look forward to another bonus episode tomorrow and thank you thank you so much we love you bye Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. My butt is so flat, I call it the shallow place. <laughs> I'm Paige Wesley. <laughs> and I'm Armando Torres. Old, old fat butt Armando Torres. And with us we have... Uh, regular butt, Andrea Gazetta. Hey. Hey. We're like the Goldilocks of butts. <laughs> and this one's just right. <laughs> it is a bonus episode, in case you could not tell by our lack of professionalism. Oh, yeah. Complete lack of professionalism. You know what I should have said is this one is just white. That's what Aww. I should have said. Hey-oh. Accurate. But we're here, uh, silly and funny, to uh, open up some of your packages. Open up mail people send us stuff yeah we got two packages here we got one from our satanist correspondent cairo thorn do you want to open cairo's first or the other one first let's go with young barbara young barbara so there's a few things there's something for each of us because i know what some of this stuff is already oh neat okay so here we go we'll have andrea open hers first so for andrea oh it's tiny i love tiny things oh it's a badger (laughs) thanks cairo it's a badger it's a a wisconsin badger's bottle opener oh from the college yeah from the college but this is actually where my parents went to school and met so yeah that's where they're that's That's adorable it's the badgers in madison so i wouldn't exist if it weren't for that school so thanks cairo he asked me he was like she has family in wisconsin right i was like yeah yeah definitely (sighs) 
And I wouldn't have been drunk if it wasn't for this bottle opener. <laughs> so thanks, Cairo. I'm a big fan of your attributions to the podcast. All right. Toss me that knife. I almost cried. Don't toss oh, it. Yeah, this is a very emotional it. episode. I'm also on my period, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Full disclosure. All right. So I got one, too. And, uh... I like that I opened it nicely just to rip it open. <laughs> I hope it's just a cactus. <laughs> Germany Third Reich. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it's Nazi money. Oh, shit. What? Oh, shit. I got Nazi what? money. Is that legal? I did uh, not see that coming. Oh, come on. You're better than that. <laughs> I'm not. It's called a... It's 10 Reichsfenning. <laughs> oh, fuck. Can I see? Yeah, go for it. I got a... Is it legal? That's terrifying. It feels kind of weird just to look at it. The the Nazi money. Yeah, I know. It's right? kind of creepy. There's also a pen that looks like what I believe to be a femur, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. That's a bone. Yeah. And then a West Virginia University pen. And then a cookbook that's 101 things to do with cheese. Yeah. Wow. For all of us to share. When you click the pen, it changes signs. It says, Go Badgers Go, University of Wisconsin, over 50 national championships. <laughs> Holy shit. Kyra, does he say where he got this Nazi money? You know, I didn't ask. You can probably just buy it online. So you can buy some of these online. They do, Some of these look pretty expensive. Uh, Kyra, I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't pay too much, not because I don't appreciate it, but mostly just because I'm afraid of who's collecting money for Nazi shit. <laughs> but it's, uh, okay, so it's a, it's the Third Reich, 10 Reichs spend thing. It's made out of zinc. Uh, it's worth about 10 of whatever dom- denomination it was. And it's got uh, the name of it written up top with the the number and then on the back it has the uh the nazi eagle with a swastika on it yikes yeah and i will treasure this forever because this (laughs) is one of the coolest things i've ever received in my entire life yeah like you don't just find those every day no it's kind of horrifying no i don't even think you can i don't even think you just like find these i think you i think the way that you find these is your grandfather dies and then you have some horrible truths to look at (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I loved Pappy, but uh, Pappy didn't love everyone. Anyway, yeah, this is super fucking dope. Thank you, Kyra, so much for this. This is going on my wall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe I... No, never mind. I was going to say I'll carry it in my pocket, but I got to go on planes a lot. <laughs> and that's not... That's, that's the part that, like... Uh, one time when I was flying back from the Pacific Northwest and uh, in my bag, I was carrying... Um, I was carrying... No, it, it wasn't the Pacific Northwest. I think it was Chicago, and I was carrying a copy of uh, the Turner Diaries. Oh, God. And they, like, this... this uh, the, the the guy at the TSA, it was this black dude, and he just, like, was holding it in his hand, and then he looked at me, and I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Obviously, no, man. Come on. <laughs> And it was just this horrible moment of like, oh, shit, I, t- I probably look like a real piece of shit. <laughs> so imagine if I was going through with the Turner Diaries and this, this Nazi coin. Nazi money? <laughs> and I just have to be like, no, man, it's this. When you think of white supremacy, think of me. That's worse. I realized it as I said it. Oh, God. So he has a friend who's a little more alt-righty and he 
spent a bunch of money on what he thought were those don't tread on me stickers, flags, whole nine, and he missed a very crucial misspelling. So I'm going to hand it to you to get an honest reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. So instead instead of saying don't tread on me, it says don't read to me. Which is probably the best ever. Yeah. Well, that's clearly what already happened to him, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's Fair. like a, uh, there was this, there was this thing where this guy ordered a, uh, a patch. It's supposed to be a, uh, an X-Files patch and it was the, the UFO and uh-huh. it said, uh, I want to believe. Uh-huh. But when he actually got it, it said, it was a patch that was the same design, but it said, I want to leave. Oh, <laughs> and his when he posted it online, he went, honestly, kind of better. Yeah, for That's sure. Cool. I want to leave. So yeah, that was from Cairo. Cairo sent us a, a multitude of stuff that he truly didn't have to, and I'm very glad that he did. Thanks, this is Cairo. So cool. This, yeah. Oh my god. This, this coin, coin is, is so the crazy. coolest thing that I own, and I own a lot of really weird racist shit. That we also have one more pack. Oh no, we have a. Let's do the note. Yeah. Or is yeah, it personal? Oh, this is, it's part of the package. No, it's definitely they go together. And then also somebody actually did send us notes about they went to go see Shen Yun. <gasps> Oh, and so they what? told us about their experience. So we'll all read okay. that after, but we'll go through this first. So to the good folks at Cult Podcast, this is your obsessed fan, David Schmidt. I thought a handwritten note would say obsessed fan slash Charlie Manson type slash culty the best. <laughs> Sending you a copy of my book. I think you'll find it very interesting. I sure do. And I had to sit through writing it. In particular, check out <laughs> part four. It is all about the theosophists. And I'd love to come on as a guest to talk about my encounters with them anytime. Keep up the good work and don't drink the therapy juice or theosophy juice. <laughs> Sorry. I'm reading this very fast and also very tired. Don't drink the theosophy juice. David Schmidt, author, co-host of To Russia With Love podcast, Cox Swain, and accomplished nudist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy emailed us a What's while back. I know. We were behind on stuff. Uh, but you can also look him up at www.holyghoststories.com or holyghoststories at gmail.com. And then he left his personal phone number, which I'm, I'm not going to say. Read Good it. Call. I think that's just for us. Read it. Oh, it's okay. I got it here. So it's area code 420-666-6969. Ooh, Holy Ghost, True Tales from a Haunted Christian College. What? That's a very specific. I also, uh, I'm going to read it. I've never heard an author describe writing a book as, I need to sit through writing this. <laughs> I really hope that a bunch of Catholic kids looking for to do a book report find this by accident and try to write their book report about They're like, it's about the holy. Oh, no. Here's what's actually pretty funny. So there's on the back, it's this critical acclaim for Holy Ghosts. Filled with whimsical storytelling, humor, and extensive and compelling research. Tom Painter, authentic British person. <laughs> Ooh, scary. Michelle Kenny Wingard, librarian and reader of books. Don't read this before going to bed. Jeremy White, comma, coward. (laughs) Very, very fun. Oh, this is great. I'm definitely excited. I'm actually really excited excited to read read this. this. Yeah. Yeah. Cold Podcast Book Club. This book. Yeah, for sure. Holy Ghost. 
True Tales for Haunted Christian College. I cannot wait to dig into this, especially because it's kind of local. Yeah. Not super local. Is this self-published kind of or can we buy it somewhere? I don't know. I'm guessing you can buy it somewhere since it's got there's a, a price UPC tag code. on the back of it. Okay. To the point where I'm like, did you have to go buy your own book? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to hear about Shen Yun? Yes. I know we already today heard a lot about Shen Yun, but... Shen Yu betcha. Shen Yu betcha. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Amy. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for covering Falun Gong. Finally, a Chinese cult. I wasted my money on Shen Yun. I knew about the cult, but I didn't know it was their show. On the ride home, I got to tell my parents about what we just witnessed. There was literally a scene where a communist was killing Falun Gong babies. It got dull, dark. Also, Did you say it got dull? I, I, got, I almost said it got dunked. Oh. Like, it got dunked on, dude. They were dunking on duh. these babies. Uh, also, I saw a communist do a layup and shit was wild, dog. Dunking babies is a crime, but not in communist China. Wait, I have to go to a baptism in like a week and a half, so let's not talk too harshly about dunking babies. Um, also, Are they peaking dunking babies? <laughs> You have to call ahead for that. (laughs) (laughs) So, also, Sakyamuni is the Buddha. It's the name that specifically means Siddhartha Gautama. Also, Fa means the Dharma, a.k.a. the teachings of the Buddha. It's a weird mix of Buddhism and Qigong. Uh, Day is Duh. Like, cult podcast is the best podcast about cults. and should have been on that list of the best podcasts. Duh. Oh, shit. Uh, You did amazing. More Americans need to know about Falun Dafa. So there you go. There you go. Wow. Apparently, yeah. communist soldiers were dunking babies and stuff. They dunk on them. Babies dunking Yeah, with the whole. Babies. It sounds like a new chain restaurant. Well, the whole time we thought it was a sickle, but it was actually just the Nike swoosh. They were just dunking on these babies. Oh, I just see babies in tiny little Nike shoes. Getting dunked. It's so cute. Anyway. <laughs> what have you never been to a Hispanic christening before? <laughs> I'll show you pictures of my childhood if you want to see tiny babies and tiny Nikes. I can't wait. Cool. <laughs> it's the remix to conviction, hot and fresh into prison. That's right. R. Kelly was charged this week. Talk about you, you. <laughs> It's PP. It has been a very interesting week. Uh, A lot of shit happened this week. Yeah. Uh, But R. Kelly was charged. Uh, As we mentioned, I think a while back, they had a chance to go into his studio because of building permits, which is pretty clutch. The the police were able to kind of find a way in there. Um, And he's been convicted. Not convicted. I'm sorry. He's indicted. He's been indicted on 10 counts. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are the they worst all part is child sexual assault charges. Or most they... of them were under the age of 18. Wow. Yeah. The mm-hmm. worst part is that there's definitely like it's only 10, but there's definitely so yeah, much that's, more. Here's the thing to remember. And if you listen to our episode way back in the day, then, you know, that that 10 are just the ones that they can prove. Yeah. And there's so many more like Aaliyah will never get justice. Yeah. You know, like. That's just one. Like, there's so many women that have now passed the statute of limitations and are never going to get justice, but these 10 can. Well, and there's also, I was listening to um, basically a Fresh Air interview with the woman that did the documentary, Mm -hmm. and she was basically, like, the weirdest thing about 
the whole situation is that a lot of these girls, when they first start being with R. Kelly, they feel like they're in a relationship. They're oh, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. How, this, I'm, he's my boyfriend. That That's his M.O. Yeah. Is that it's, it's very intense. It's very, quote unquote, romantic. He kind of paints this picture of this beautiful this is romance. relationship. We are in love. We have something bigger than, you know, laws and age is just a number and whatever. And then, oh, by the way, you're moving into this house with four other girls that also think that. And you're going to need to sleep with them for my amusement while Jesus I videotape it. Christ. But they can't talk to each other without my permission. Exactly. You can't talk to anyone without my permission. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy, You can't dude. eat if I say that you can't eat. Yeah. It's hardcore. If you watch the documentary, then you know that it, it goes beyond even what we had covered initially because more stuff has come out since. And I th- I think he's going to prison at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. I, I think they got so. him. For sure, man. Yeah. It's horrifying. I mean, it is just horrifying. cruising, picking up children. What are you doing? What? Well, and and I think it's it's extra horrifying too, especially knowing that he was molested as a child. Yeah. To look at it and be like, this this trauma compounds. Like he was someone who was hurt by someone who went on to hurt other people, and those people are now having to live with the trauma of what he's done. And it's just this ripple effect of bad. It's yeah. real terrible. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I'm I I mean we'll be able to provide more information as it comes up basically throughout like cause when do do they have like a trial date set? Um, he is entitled to an expedient trial, but there's some debate about where that trial will take place. Currently he has been uh, charged in Cook County because um, Chicago is where the recording studio was. That's where he grew up. Uh, and he had recently, like earlier this year, sold the house in Atlanta. Jeez. Yeah, because he... Well, and the, there was a new story literally today about how now that they've gotten him into court, he hasn't really been able to make bail because he has unpaid child support, fines... Um, he also, like debt and like bankruptcy, all kinds of crazy shit. Where he was in serious money money trouble. He was. He's one of those. Uh, he's one of those people who was very unfortunate, or maybe fortunate. I don't know what you want to call it. But the situation being that, like, uh, a lot of times, uh, R and B artists and rap artists get very taken advantage of in the music industry with the entourage mentality kind of thing yeah but also stuff of like a lot of people don't understand how the shit works like little wayne at first would live off of advances Mm. and then uh once the albums were done and they weren't making the money that they were anymore he realized that he didn't actually own that money right but then you have you have some people that are smart about it like drake who owns all of his masters but uh in that super long song that r kelly did like last year i think it was we that we yeah, like yeah, read yeah. the it's lyrics 18 of 18 minutes long yeah, yeah we we <laughs> like legit I'm sorry and it, and it was basically him being like i'm sorry that you don't understand love and that girls oh yeah want to get on the stick it's horrifying and terrible it was an apology of like eh, i'm sorry you feel that way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was the it most was such customer shitty... service apology <laughs> he could have mustered customer service r kelly he even has the same ear thingy yeah oh shit Jesus. that's why he has everyone wearing those black vests it's a uniform it makes sense now mm-hmm. but yeah he uh in that song he 
he spends more time apologize or or being mad about uh how people dicked him over for money than he does actually saying anything about the allegations against him well this is that's been something that he's done over and over again where people have been like hey this is a problem and he's just like you know what's a problem it's that kind of like what aboutism yeah kind of thing i really fucking hate that but. yeah well and the other thing that i think is really interesting that i'm like i'm glad they finally caught him but i'm mad it's taken this long because any time in the past year when people are like yo do you sleep with teenage girls he's just like if a teenage girl wants to sleep with me like he's just not even denying it yeah it's crazy and now he's pleading not guilty but i'm like pull up any interview for like the past year and this dude has implicated himself seven ways from sunday yeah i mean the whole thing is just like disgusting it's it's like it's it's just gross and then there's things of coming out like um of like that stuff of the drake concert where uh Drake he, is low key creeping me out right now. Yeah, he's, oh, with he's, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, well, Millie not Bobby just her, Brown. But that, Run, girl. <laughs> it just he just Drake seems sneaky about a lot of different things, but just the way that he doesn't he, seem to care about. He so there was this video that surfaced of him uh bringing this girl on stage who is oh, 17. Yeah. And like grinding on her. And there's debate because in the area, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think that they said the the age of consent was like 16 or 17. But here's the thing. Drake is what? 30 something? Don't he was, chance it. He was like don't 20 something it. at the time. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it, yeah. it's still not an excuse. And the thing is, if you watch the video, he goes like, oh, girl, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 16. And then he goes like, oh, you can't be up here looking like that. That's his... Fu- he's like, yeah. you can't be up here. Yeah, you look like that. This is your problem. This is your fault. You're making me do this. Yeah. And then he, and then he keeps kisses. doing it. Yeah. yeah. He kisses her. Yeah. Oh. And it's creepy and weird. And then there was that thing of like... Um, so this... he when this, when this model turned 18, they started like going on dates. Uh-huh. But if you go back onto her Instagram, they had been hanging out and posting selfies with each other together since like two years prior. Ooh. And like um, a week or a month after she turned 18, he like bought out an entire restaurant for a romantic date together. Ooh. But it was this thing of like, if you really look at it, like it's like Tyga and Kendall Jenner, where Tyga was like mid 20s, almost that 30s. the crap out of me. Yeah. And they would, they would purposefully go on vacations to places where the statue uh, or the, uh, the age limit rather yeah. was way less. Yeah. And it was like, it's so fucking transparent what you're doing and it's so fucking creepy yeah and then to make it worse when as soon as kendall jenner was of legal age her him and uh her and tyga broke up yeah ugh. yeah it's really creepy so hey if you're an r&b star maybe just keep your hands off of those teenage girls yeah 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 and if you're a teenage girl just know that you are enough and Men don't validate you being an awesome person. You're awesome without having to sleep with an old guy. Well, and definitely don't confuse someone validating you for who you are with someone creepy attracted to you because you're 16. Yes. Yeah. And don't, if you're a, if you're, I'm gonna fucking like, if you're ever, if you're ever, I was gonna say, if you're ever a dude, if you ever find yourself <laughs> being a dude, uh, if you're a dude and you ever use the phrase, uh, you can't be, like, you can't be looking like that, you can't be, you know what I mean? Like that, that thought process of like, this is your fault for looking so good. Or like, if you listen to, 
this part's a little bit of a weird reach because it's a character that he's playing. But if you listen to uh, Anderson Pack's album uh, with knowledge that he did called Yes Laud, he's uh, the character. He has a song in it called um, What More Can I Say? where he is unfaithful to his wife and the way he sings about it is he's like what am i supposed to do look how fucking look how they dress this is their fault for making me do this and so it's like that thought process is so disgusting to me of just like it's your fault that i'm a piece of shit Mm -hmm. i also don't think anyone that that message applies to would ever listen to this show yeah probably definitely not yeah i feel like the choir yeah yeah yeah. we're really shitting women This is me just fucking, uh, this, I'm, <laughs> I'm a baby and creepy dudes are dunking on me right now. <laughs> this is you just ribbon dancing with wokeness? Yeah. I agree! <laughs> I you couldn't see any of that Spin kick. Oh yeah, I'm fucking waving my arms around. <laughs> I forget about that, yeah. I'm just still stuck on the concept that anyone would confuse Armando for a baby at this size. <laughs> <laughs> I've played a baby before. They'd be you like, have- do you have that Jack disease? <laughs> you are the biggest baby. <laughs> hey. Hey. That was a weirdly preachy bit from me and a very bunch of relevant information about um, a really creepy guy who, I mean, you guys did a great job in the episode of like early on comparing him to a cult leader and kind of proving that because he's doing the same shit that like cult leaders do time and time again. Of, yeah, like, he's having, just doing it on a small scale. Yeah, just that that. I think it's called a harem of women, of women, right? I mean, yeah, you could call it that. You could also just call it domestic abuse with five people at the same time. Yeah, you can't ever play it songs again. You guys know that. I know. <laughs> you guys realize that. I know. And and like Coach T and I had a very in depth argumentative conversation about this. Uh, roast battles, uh, DJ Coach T. I mean, yeah. or what was it? Emmy nominated Coach T. Uh, Emmy, I thought he won. I think he, he lost. won an Emmy I for no, what? No. He for sure lost. For, didn't he? I check that. He I lost because they, they declared it on roast battle. They said Emmy nominated, and then uh, he goes, well, Emmy losing. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, em- Emmy nominated Coach T. Because um, he, he subscribes to the belief of just separate the artist from the art. It, it shouldn't matter. And I'm like, that music is about those girls. Yeah. I I would feel yeah. slightly better about it when he's in prison. I have this feeling where I'm like, if he is punished and no longer receiving funds from those songs, which if he ends up in prison, he can't really collect any money on those songs. Yeah. Then I feel slightly better about it, but still not great because anytime I hear them, I'm going to remember who it's about. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not a direct comparison, but is it, it is that thing of like, uh, murderers who write about the people they kill can't make money off of it right because yeah. it's wrong and that's you may, that's a great point that i hadn't even thought of before which is that they're definitely those songs are about those women yeah those songs are about those girls yeah so that's even that that is even worse because um i had a fucking i had a debate with somebody about like chris brown where it's like i can sometimes separate art and artist but like there's something about like when the R. Kelly stuff came out and like when Chris Brown like Dude, Chris Brown can fuck right the yeah. fuck off. Yeah. That dude has had he's a million so, chances. No. He's just such like a 
he's just such a scumbag. And then there's little things like he did a music video with Lil Dicky where the point was like he was supposed to be like likable. Yeah. But it's like, no, you still come off like a piece of shit. Honestly, you it- have a tattoo of a battered woman on your person yeah. that looks like the girl that you beat the fuck up. Get what? out. What? Wait, hold yes. on. Yeah, you didn't know about that? Google no, that shit. I kind of want to see that. But also, when I heard that song with Little Dicky, I kind of was mad at Little Dicky. I'm like, I respect you so much less. I know. Now. I was like, why I would you do a song you. with Chris Brown? Yeah. Well, even worse, you have to realize that like Chris Brown doesn't really write a lot of his stuff. And that uh, Little Dicky wrote that entire verse. And if you know the song that I'm talking about, I think it's called Freaky Friday by yeah, uh, yeah. Little Dicky featuring Chris Brown. What you have to realize is the verse that Chris Brown is rapping is written by Little Dicky from the perspective of if Little Dicky was in Chris Brown's body. Right. And a big chunk of it is him just saying, saying the, the N-word yeah. in different ways Which because he can. So unsettling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in like... little Real... Dicky move. Real dicky move. I, I was with him during that Trinidad James songs about how fat girls are awesome, but like this one, no. Yeah. Yeah. Poor choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really just reaffirming everyone's assumption that that's what white people want. I'm just going to say fuck it all and listen to Lizzo instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lizzo's the shit. I love her so much. She can play the flute and the piccolo. Here's that uh, Here's that picture of his tattoo, by what the way. What the fuck is wrong with this person? I think that... Um, devil's advocate the only thing that i can think of is that it's supposed to be like half person half like skull candy like uh like the traditional like but it doesn't even no i was wondering if it was supposed to be uh what's his name the transformer not the transformer (laughs) oh optimus prime optimus prime arnold schwarzenegger what in the movie where he's the robot terminator Terminator. (laughs) What? You don't know Terminator? Please tell me you've seen Terminator. I've seen parts of it. We need to watch Terminator. <laughs> like, I know we also need to show her the thing, but we need yeah. to watch Terminator. I grew up in a primarily Christian household, and we only had a few movies and no cables. So. I mean, me as well, but the difference with us is that my parents fucking love action movies. Yeah, I... And uh, fucking love James Bond. We did this thing at my household where my stepdad would watch uh, action movies like uh, True Lies, um... <sighs> Uh, uh, Terminator 2 specifically. I um, love the first one. I know I'm weird. No, he he liked both of them. But, uh, oh man, what's that? Harrison Ford kicks the guy and says, get the fuck off my plane. Uh, oh, I think it's Con Air Force Air. One. No, is it Air Force One. Air Force One, it yeah. is Air Force One. Air Force One. And... For a second I was going to be like, the fugitive, but that's the yeah. one-armed man one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, Harrison Ford was such a pimp back in the day. He really fucking, was uh, that, that movie it. too, Harrison Ford is fucking phenomenal. Um, he really phones it in a lot now, but he used yeah. to be a great actor. <laughs> he used to be aw- I mean, he's still pretty damn awesome. Yeah. He can just, sh- he's one of those guys where he just shows up and he is Harrison Ford, and it's like, all right, I- I'll let you do it. I like that I confused Con Air and Air Force One, two very different films. No, but I do like that. I want to watch those movies back to back. I'm pretty sure when How Did This Get Made did Con Air that June Diane Raphael confused those two movies. She as did. Well. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, Con Air, I'd never seen. And that's the movie oh, with like Danny shit. Trejo in it, right? Danny Trejo's in it. Uh, it's Nicolas Cage uh, in jail because his hands mm-hmm. are registered weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Wait. Uh, Connor's amazing. <laughs> um, the only thing I like better than Connor is Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport's I great. I fucking Bloodsport. love Bloodsport. Um, anyway, 
Sorry, my my stepdad, he just like all these great action movies, he would do this thing where like on Saturdays he would start drinking beer in the morning and then by like the night he was drunk. And it's this isn't a sad story. I was going to say it was like this, this sounds this like started dark. It does. But what he would do is he would uh and he did this ever since I was a little child. Uh he would beat no, I'm just kidding. He would uh he would put <laughs> in the R. Kelly episode <laughs> not okay. He would put in DVDs from these action movies and he would go to the chapters section and just go to the action-y parts <laughs> what? and then just watch them. And then as soon as he was done, he was like, okay. And then he would take the DVD out and put a new one in. So you just saw like the explosions from like yeah. 40 different movies. So he would just do highlight reels. And here's the thing. It sounds like, it sounds like a way that a stepdad tries to like get into something with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to be there. He was just <laughs> doing this for him. So this is the greatest hits of people hitting each other. Yeah. Or planes explode. Or great. shit going down, or it's great. he the one of the so just that one montage from Bloodsport where that guy punches up into that dude's kilt. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Also, one of the Bloodsport is the fucking best. One of the scenes that he played almost all the time is in Air Force One where they have to transfer from plane to plane. I don't remember why, but they have to like essentially they set up like a rope and they have to like fight over who gets to like slide over. I don't remember this at all, but I, it has been years since I saw Air Force One. Yeah, it's been years since I've seen it in order and not just the highlight reel. But uh, <laughs> so he would play that scene over and over. And I was like, I don't this isn't even the best scene of this movie. <laughs> That's man. true. Like, the best scene is when that like cargo hold is open. He like kicks that guy yeah. down the cargo get, hold. Into get the, the sky. fuck off my get plane. The fuck off. Yeah. I was Indiana Jones. Are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm going to lose this movie? Get the fuck off my plane. <laughs> That was a dead-on Nailed it, B. Nailed it. I thought right. I was with Han Solo. Well, <laughs> this has probably been enough. It's It's been a long boy long boy for a bonus episode. Um, this is a jam-packed one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got a lot in there. Um, Speaking of jam, if you want a Danish. I, oh, we have Danishes. I should not. Okay. Oh. For... Me, me blood sugars but okay. no worries thank you. if you want to see me on the road I'll be there and you can find dates of stuff like that online on my social media which is twitter and uh, instagram mondo do- oh, at mondo does stuff m-a-n-d-o does stuff and send me uh, any sort of I don't know badgers memorabilia uh, follow me on all the things at sundress comic okay thanks bye uh, you can find pictures of my cat at Paige Wesley on Twitter, at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. If you want to follow the show, you can do so on Instagram at Colt Podcast. On Twitter at Colt Podcast Show. You can also send us an email, which is electronic mail. It's a new thing they have where Ooh. you send messages over the internet. Ooh. Uh, you can do. <laughs> I almost forgot to say the email. You can uh, do that by sending an email to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com or you can go to our website at www.cultpodcastshow.com or if you want to send us Nazi gold you can do it at three it's it's definitely Nazi zinc but I still (laughs) appreciate it if you want to send us Nazi zinc you can send it to 3756 West Avenue 40 Suite K number 237 like the shining like the shining <laughs> Los Angeles, California 90065. I was thinking about I was thinking about how uh <laughs> you going to spend that sweet sweet Nazi zinc? No, I, I was I was thinking about how Nazi zinc sounds like uh 
a German who opens up a business to kill Nazis. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you were going to say Nazi Zinc sounds like where they get all of their like cheap memorabilia for sports games. Welcome to Nazi Zinc. <laughs> we have everything Nazi. We've got coins. We've got... Foam hail Hitler hands. <laughs> We've got pretty much nothing else because it's kind of illegal to own any Nazi memorabilia. We've got fake passports to Argentina. <laughs> Come on down. That was a weird note to end on, but how about like don't drink the Nazi juice? Ooh. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye. Bye.